GMs, head coaches, tight ends. We've got it all covered here on your Commander's Update. Let's go. Greetings and salutations and welcome to Ref the District's Commander's Update. It's been a crazy day down there in Ashburn. We already talked about the firing of head coach Ron Rivera. That happened earlier. Now, there's quite a few people still on the team, and we can talk about that. Of course, owner Josh Harris got in front of the media today, and he had his fair share of questions to answer. He said the process would be thorough but rapid. So let's get going right here and try to do the same. We're going to start off with the GM list because Harris said that he would like to have the GM in place first, but because of how fast the process is going, they are still going to interview some head coaches as well. We'll talk about both of those and how that is going to work. First up here is the GM list because there's Tweets galore we could have taken for this one, but I just decided to take the list here together. Of course, the two darlings right at the top, 49ers, Adam Peters, Eagles, Alec Halaby. You also have Chiefs, Mike Borgonzi, Bears, Ian Cunningham, and Brown uh, Brown's Glenn Book here. Now, Adam Peters actually already has his interview scheduled for tomorrow. That urgency shows some kind of nice little things there for the commanders because we're not the only team interested in him. Plenty of people interested in Adam Peters uh, for that, you know, GM position. All of these, by the way, are the assistant GM at their current team. Alec Halaby is a name that we should be very familiar with as he, you know, is with the Eagles and we like what the Eagles have done. That is a name, however, that they likely drop back in the draft when it comes time for them to pick at number two. Chiefs have put together a good organization. Bears have been starting to get kind of together there under theirs. And uh, Brown's Glenn Book is uh, one who might have some ties with the team as well. Ian Cunningham, by the way, John Kime said that's a name that they do have connections with. And speaking of those connections, there's a little one with Adam Peters. Bob Myers, who is one of the people brought into the advisory group, has some connections with Adam Peters. Now, the same high school thing here that Mike Garofalo is talking about ends up not to be correct, but they are both UCLA alums, and they've had a relationship for quite some time. And uh, uh, Mike here goes on to say that they have a strong connection. This is one of the things I think is possibly you know leaning in the direction that Peters is going to be the next GM here at Washington. The fact that he's being brought in to uh, have that interview tomorrow, we're offering him a full GM position. He's probably never going to be able to wrestle some of that control away from Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers. He got firsthand experience, not just but a few weeks ago. Harris probably did a little pre-interview there on the sidelines when he got to meet him. So my Gut is telling me Adam Peters is going to be the next GM for Washington. But if they strike out with him on Tuesday, Hallaby, I think, is going to be great. Cunningham is probably the one I go after next, not uh, uh, Borgonzi, just mainly because I can't say his name, apparently. Uh, but Chiefs do have a good organization, and you want to bring in that. And I think that's kind of the interesting thing as you look through the, these GMs, and then we're going to go over the coaches. All of them are coming from winning organizations. 
now except for Ian Cunningham. But I do think, like I said, there are some connections when it comes to the team and Ian Cunningham. Plus, when you look at some of the players he's acquired, they have been able to get some nice ones, and he has some experience picking up a QB in the first round. Uh, As we continue this thorough but rapid connection here, let's talk about the head coaching list. These are the ones the commanders have requested to interview. Important to note, any one of these that's in the playoffs, and spoiler alert, they're all in the playoffs, they have to wait. Okay, they the earliest I believe they can get to them is the 16th in a virtual interview because they all are in the wild card round. So just patience with the head coach talk. I think this is one of the reasons why it's important to get these names out there right now and request these interviews is because you're going to be waiting anyways. If you can get your GM in position right away. Your GM could be a part of that interview when it happens. Now, let's talk about these head coaches and waiting that they've talked with right now or requested an interview with, rather. You have from the Ravens, the defensive coordinator, Mike McDonald, Ravens assistant head coach and defensive lineman uh, coach, Anthony Weaver. You have from the Rams, uh, defensive coordinator, Raheem Morris. The Lions side of things, offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator listed here, Ben Johnson and Aaron Glenn, respectfully. And I put a Jim Harbaugh question mark. You don't necessarily have to push out there that you're uh, interviewing college head coaches. Of course, Harbaugh is being mentioned as coming back to the NFL this year after the Michigan game. Michigan, get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. And Washington playing tonight. You're probably watching it or watching this right before you're going to watch the game, and we appreciate that support. If you wanted to bet on the game, have that information ready and the, all the wagering info, head over to Bet Online. They won't steer you wrong. They've got all the latest news for you when it comes to that game and more. NFL playoffs as well, NBA action, UFC, you name it. You've got it right there at Bet Online, right at your fingertips. Just use the code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get yourself a 50% welcome bonus on your first uh, deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Now, these head coaches here, that we listed, I'm going to bring it back up again since we did the bet online tag, is this is interesting to me. If you're looking at this list or if you need me to read it off again, let me just read off where they're coming from. DC, DL, DC, OC, DC. Of course, defensive coordinator, defensive line, uh, and then one offensive coordinator. A lot of fans were calling for an offensive, young offensive mind And Ben Johnson is the only one who would fit that category. Every single rest of these are a defensive-minded coach. Now, I know another name in this, that that, a part of this list that people might not be excited about is Raheem Morris because they said that they didn't want retreads. I think giving Morris a second chance, though, might be worth it. He's not going to be mine. I am one of those people who think go on the offensive side for your coach, get Ben Johnson, but none of these you can go wrong with. Talking or seeing a lot of these Raven fans' reaction to the Mike McDonald request interview, they don't want to let him go. He's surged up there. As the Ravens' success this year 
Lamar Jackson is amazing, but the Ravens defense has been fantastic, and he might be somebody to be able to turn around this defense and get things rolling and putting a young QB in a good position with good field position. Wouldn't that be nice? Now, I, again, Ben Johnson's my preferred on this list, mainly because he's an offensive-minded coach, and I think if you get an offensive-minded coach in place – that you're not going to have a lot of turnover when it comes to how your offense is run, which means your uh, your QB is going to have a lot more stability when it comes to winning. You've actually seen this a little bit with the Eagles, and they lose their offensive coordinator, and their e- Eagles offense has been struggling as of late. You see this with the Chiefs. Eric Bieniemy is gone, and now the Chiefs you know, offense is not nearly as good as it would be. So that's why I particularly want a offensive uh, minded coach there. But a lot of these defensive coaches have been successful in NFL for a long time. And sometimes those defensive minded coaches end up being great offensive minded coaches because they know how to attack a defense. Now there's one more connection here. I wanted to bring up from the Spielman side of things as uh, Liddell Willingham uh, tweeted out. Uh, a name to watch for as commander exec is Detroit assistant GM Ray Agnew, former Minnesota GM Rick Spielman's now helping advise new owner Josh Harris in Washington. Brother Chris is in the Lions organization. First reported head coach interview request was Detroit Ben Johnson and Aaron Glenn. So just the thought Linnell puts out here. So Ray Agnew, not one of the ones listed, but that Detroit connection might play into a little bit of factor when it comes to who Washington's going to get. Now, Washington is doing two things with their, their GM and head coach search, and that is spreading a wide net. They are And they're being open. Those are the two things that are very noticeable here. So they're going all across. They're picking from successful organizations. They're picking people who've had success, and they are also letting us know, leaking or pushing out, information that they are attacking it that's great for us fans because we want to see that they're moving forward and they're trying to do things and it's exciting times to be a washington fan because the possibilities seem endless and washington seems to be in a good spot with those high draft picks with some rosters that a roster that you know, should be able to be turned around and be successful. Josh Harris talked about it potentially taking three years today during his press conference. But that is, I think, the long term. And the fact that it's three years now, not five years, also speaks volumes for what it comes down to because it shouldn't take long in the not-for-long NFL And especially with the NFL parity that we've been seeing and teams being able to turn around and we see Houston turn around in year one, maybe Slowick might be a name coming to Washington here as well. We'll keep you updated as those go along. And one of the names not on the list, uh, but was mentioned by Josh Harris during the uh, interview or during the conference here was Eric Bieniemy. This uh, Ben Standick tweet has the quote that I needed here. Uh, Josh Harris on Eric Bieniemy. I've enjoyed working with Eric. Obviously, he's had success over the years. I spoke to Eric today. I look forward to hopefully having our senior football operations executive in place and then approaching the search with Eric and others. This is in regards to 
whether or not Eric Bieniemy is going to be a head coach for the Washington Commanders. He's an assistant head coach right now. Is he going to be a part of the process going forward? And Josh Harris kind of sidestepping it a little bit by saying that, hey, we want to get that uh, GM in place first, and then we'll start having the conversation about where things are going. I don't think that necessarily spells good for Eric Bieniemy. I do think that he might be somebody who's going to be elsewhere next year, but it doesn't necessarily spell bad either. I don't expect him to be here. I think that he's being going to, he's, you know, this talk right now from Harris is essentially trying to make sure like they're not, you know, not counting out Eric Benjamin, but this is not a decision that Harris wants to make. He wants the next GM to sit down and see who he wants to help run this team as far as it goes. Now, Josh Harris did mention he would be a part of that head coach search. How much of a part of it is going to be interesting. One of the other things he mentioned was how he was talking with the players and getting their perspective. Harris understands that it's not him. It's not the coach. It's the players that are out there winning or losing these football games, and their opinion matters to him. They see things from a different perspective, Josh Harris says. And if he's talking with the players, we know the players aren't really all in on this Eric Bieniemy mess. Sam Cosme coming out there, actually quite a few players coming out and talking about how, you know, things just weren't right. Ron Rivera is now out the door and it seems like those barn doors are open and they're free to talk about how things just weren't a winning culture here. and People weren't doing the things we need to see. Hopefully whoever comes in is going to be the one to instill that and things turn around here in Washington. Now mixed up in all the excitement about GMs and head coaches was actually a little bit of a roster update. Uh, multiple roster moves from the commanders here released tight end Curtis Hodges. Well, that was a fun experiment to have him on the 53 for so long inactive every game to then on IR. Now he's released. And they also signed linebacker Brandon Boyer-Randall, wide receiver Davian Davis, and cornerback D'Angelo Mandel to reserve future contracts. So names to kind of be shopped around as far as what you know is going to happen with the roster. They're still making roster moves. Marty Mayhew is still in the house. They haven't completely solidified everything, and I think – We'll start to see things move here in this week and next week when it comes to the GM side of things. Like I said, next week for the head coach and then next season for another tight end update today with is Amarni Rogers, who uh, suffered a season ending Achilles injury, as Sam Fortier mentions here in his tweet. Uh, but the uh, Rogers saying he expects to be back for off-season workouts that he's at 80% doing linear running, which means he's running up and down. He's still not cutting, but he does say the next step is making cut moves and getting back into football shape. That was an exciting young tight end. Now, this is a converted tight end, but it was somebody, an offensive piece that Washington, I think, really missed this year. Not necessarily Rodgers himself, as we haven't seen enough to say that that is a talent that can you know, be successful in NFL. 
but it's really what I'm talking about is that type of tight end who has the move capability, who can be pushed around and has speed and the ability to get into open spaces. Rodgers has shown that in small stints. Cole Turner not showing anything, not even being able to get onto the field. We know that, that John Bates, while not, not an offensive lineman like Stoner likes to mention, but not also uh, a a great pass catcher, pass catcher either. We saw that in the Cowboys game, just decided not to lay himself out for a ball that should have been catchable. And Logan Thomas, well north of 30 at this point in NFL terms. And so he's likely not to be on the roster. So Washington really needs a dynamic tight end to kind of move forward, especially with a young QB. That's one of the things that would really help that QB is to have a safety blanket that they know they can go to. Well, that's the last update for you tonight. We appreciate you watching this. Make sure that you like and subscribe. We'll be back on Wednesday if unless there's some big news that happens to Tuesday. So maybe Peter's interview goes well and we have a new GM. That would be fantastic. Otherwise, join us live on Wednesday for the discussion on all things Commanders. I'm Nathan Perry on the Believe Network. We're presented by Bet Online, And until next time, be a fan. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.